Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Management Minute Home Team Podcast, the daily podcast for those outcasts working at home during this global pandemic. This podcast is a service of the MBA program in the John M. Huntsman School of Business at Utah State University. Our goal is to make working at home work for you. My name is Scott Hammond. I'm a professor of management, a consultant, and an author, and I work at home. In the last podcast, I talked about retooling and the importance of retooling. And some of you are saying, why retool? I love my job. I want to stay exactly where I am. I want to keep doing what I love to do. And I understand that one completely. But a career is like a river. Sometimes you can't see what's coming. Sometimes the waters are calm and you can relax. Sometimes they're a little bit faster and you see the shoreline moving along. Sometimes it's white water and you're going up and down and getting kicked back and forth. And sometimes you hit a dam. But the truth of the matter is you can't see what's coming. And so you always have to prepare for what's in front of you. You have to listen. You have to keep your eyes up. You have to ask yourself, what kind of skills do I need? And sometimes you have to get out of the water and pause and look downstream. Some of the best retooling advice I ever received came from research by Gene Dalton and Paul Thompson. It's on career stages, and I had a chance to work with both Gene and Paul when I was going to school at Brigham Young University and later at their consulting firm. It's on career stages, and Gene and Paul, early, early on in the 1970s, discovered that knowledge workers were very, very different from the traditional kind of worker that you were seeing from my parents' generation. They worked with their head and not their hands. It was the knowledge industry, the age of the knowledge worker. And so they had to have and rely on a technical specialty, something that launched their career. And their performance was usually highly subjective. And they were generally paid better than others. And so career stages kind of became their thing, their research. It's really important for you to know what career stage you're in. There are four of these career stages, and I'm going to go over them, and then I'm going to talk a little bit about how you work at home with each one of these. The first career stage is called the apprentice stage, and this is where somebody works closely under the supervision of others. It's your first time doing this job, and you're new in the door, and you don't have a reputation yet, and they're kind of looking at you really carefully. So you work under close supervision. Assignments are given to you, and then you have to account to senior professionals about having completed those assignments. You lack experience. You lack status. People don't know really who you are yet. 
And so you have to accept supervision in order to be successful. And most of it, and this is the most important thing, most of it is centered around detailed work. You do lots of detailed work. You are the person who does the audit. You're the person who does the hands-on with the patient. You're the person who is very careful at doing this and then that and then this and then that. It's all about doing detail work under pressure. Well, if you're a stage one person, if you're new on the job, if you're sort of at the beginning part of your career and you're working at home, then you have to communicate with your boss. You have to communicate with your colleagues. You have to stay connected. You have to let them know what you're doing and why you're doing it and how you're doing it really carefully. You have to seek their advice. You have to continue to have a good relationship with them. You have to show your work. You have to get disciplined with the details and stay disciplined with the details. And that usually means that you have to spend four, five, six hours a day with your head, maybe more than that, with your head in the computer doing those careful, careful detailed work. Well, after you've been successful at stage one for a while, you move into a new stage. They learn that they can trust you. They learn that they can give you a certain kind of problem and that you will deliver. And so they stop supervising you as much. They stop following you as much because they trust you. And this is the stage two person, the independent contributor person, who goes into depth and develops technical expertise and a technical reputation. And they assume responsibility for a definable part of work. And there's someone you can trust. And they develop credibility, and so you have to rely less on supervision. A a basic manager can handle a few people in stage one, but they can handle lots of people in stage two because you just have to check in with them and make sure they're doing good work. If you're working at home and you're a stage two person, the main thing you have to do is hit your metrics. Somewhere in your system, they measure how you perform, and you have to hit those performance metrics because otherwise it triggers an alarm, a performance alarm. So make sure you hit your sales target. Make sure you hit your productivity target, whatever that is. Make sure you hit it so that you don't trigger those alarms. Stage three person Somebody moves into the mentor, manager, technical expert range. Now, you might just be a technical expert and have no one working for you, but most people in stage three have people that they have to supervise, have stage one people that they have to watch over, either formally or informally, and make sure those people are successful. Stage three is really that part of your career when you are leading through others, where you are working through others. And so your job is to make sure that they're productive, that they're doing well. And so mentoring is your primary activity, and you have to get involved in helping that stage one person stay in touch with them and sometimes help stage two people when they hit a problem that they don't understand or where they need more resources. You have a greater breadth of technical skills, but you also have to have a greater breadth of skills. This is the hard thing about stage three is that you have to let go of those things in stage one and stage two that made you successful. That's how you built your reputation. Those are the things that made you successful. And you have to let go of those and develop more people skills and more networking skills and more supervisoring skills and and skills that allow you to give feedback successfully to others. And so you also have those technical skills that are really important that people rely on, but you really have to do other things as well. You work as an idea leader a mentor for younger professionals, and that mentorship is essential. It is absolutely an essential part of most organizations and a formal supervisor. This is the hardest 
stage to be in when you're working at home because you have to stay in touch with so many people. You have to network with those people. You have to make sure they're doing okay. And you have to do this in a very supportive way. So if you're working at home on stage three, you're going to be on the phone a lot. You're going to be on the um, email and Slack and whatever way you communicate. You're going to be using that communication a lot, checking in with your people and working with those people a lot. Now, stage four people are really interesting. They're only about 5% of the workforce that ever makes it to stage four. But these are people who manage the strategic processes in the organization. They map the organizational environment. They use power to uh, change the organization. You folks have been really busy during the coronavirus because you've had to reinvent your company in order to survive. Recently, I saw a really cool story about fusion imaging in Kaysville, Utah. Now, this is a company that apparently uh, made display banners, and a lot of their clients were marathons, and they were planning on doing the New York or the Boston Marathon, and they were setting up the signs for that marathon when, guess what? The coronavirus came along, and their whole business went down the drains. Their whole summer, all of their work is gone. And and they were sitting around you know, kind of trying to figure out what to do. Very quickly, very quickly, they retooled themselves into a manufacturing company, and they've made 750,000 shields, facial shields for healthcare workers. They changed into a production line. They took the materials, the things they knew how to do, and built those. I think that's an amazing pivot, an amazing pivot. Well, that's what a stage four person does. They stand in some ways with their back to the organization. They look out over the strategic landscape and they say, how can we keep this business alive? How can we find ways to thrive? And that's an amazing pivot to be able to do that, what Fusion Imaging did. So that's what stage four is. And that's a hard place to be also when you're in uh, COVID virus quarantine because you have to stand with your back to the organization. And now you may not be able to even see it. And you have to build relationships with potential clients. And you may not even know who they are. So just to summarize, if you're in stage one, develop your technical expertise, your technical skills. Rely on your manager and your mentor to learn. Use this as an opportunity to build a solid, reliable relationship with those people, and then you can move into stage one. Retool by learning technical skills if you're in stage one, by mastering the reason that they hired you for. If you're in stage two, produce. Hit the target. Get it right and then get ready to grow into stage three because stage three employees are always the highest paid. They are always the most valuable people in the organization because they don't just produce. They help others produce. So learn those skills. Develop those skills. Retool so that you can have the skills that you need in stage three. And then if you're in stage three, build that network. Stay connected. Stay in touch. Help others support others. You may not want to move into stage four. Not very many people ever do. But there's so much you can do to learn to be a better stage three person to help you help others be more productive. So there's a lot of management and leadership skills that you can learn in stage three. If you're in stage four, see new strategic opportunities, build that landscape, be ready to pivot and learn how to create organizational change. Because that's how you will succeed and adapt in this new and changing work environment. 
Thank you so much for listening to our daily podcasts. These podcasts are designed to support you and your work at home, and we would love to hear from you. What's working? What's not? Please email me any ideas or suggestions. Go directly to me at scott.hammond at usu.edu. That's scott.hammond at usu.edu. This podcast is a service of the MBA program in the John M. Huntsman School of Business at Utah State University. In a changing business world, one investment that's sure to help you pay big returns is education. And if you want to retool education, keep learning, keep growing. Consider an online MBA degree from the Huntsman School. You can work at home and grow anywhere. I'm Scott Hammond. Hope to see you in one of our classes.